Welcome to the Fairview Baptist Church Discipleship Podcast. This is a resource designed to help the covenant members of Fairview Baptist Church carry out our mission to make disciples of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Joshua Johnston, and today I'm joined once again by Jared Sneed. Hello. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> On a more exciting note, I'm joined by the one and only Matt Searson. Hello. There are at least 200 people in the, on this podcast. At least. <laughs> so uh, I assume that all of you know Matt already. He is the <laughs> new pastor for students. Um, so Matt, at this point, you have gone through a couple uh, Q&As, so we thought we would put you through one more. Uh, for those who didn't get a chance to uh, watch one of those Q&As, would you briefly introduce yourself? Yeah, so like we said, my name is Matt Searson, but I grew up in Springfield, Missouri and was saved at a young age. I had great parents and a great home church who um, taught my sister and I the gospel from a young age, and so I was saved at five and baptized shortly after. But whenever I was in high school, I sensed the Lord calling and leading me into full-time ministry. I, I didn't know what that would look like, but I had spent some time overseas, and so uh, I assumed that I was going to be overseas for the rest of my life as uh, doing global work, but the Lord um, drew me to Liberty University to do a global studies and biblical studies degree there. And so um, during my summers at Liberty, in between years, I actually spent time at my home church in the youth group as a youth intern, and I I taught the weekly gathering and did all the normal youth intern things like uh, mowing the grass and taking out the trash, but also got to serve with um, the youth students there and really fell, fell in love with that ministry and fell in love with youth. And so I kind of had this dual desire to be doing gospel kingdom work and to be pre- preaching the gospel and um, sharing Jesus with those who don't know him, but also I was um, teaching young people. And so I really loved that. But at Liberty, I met my wife, Kayla, and we were married right after I graduated. But during my time at Liberty, I had a an internship overseas, and so I spent um, six months overseas teaching young people the Bible in East Asia, and I just really fell in love once again with teaching the Bible, but also teaching the Bible to young people and helping young people understand. And so uh, that's a bit of my story, but uh, to, to fill in the gaps, my wife and I, after we were married, we moved down here to the Raleigh area in order for me to attend Southeastern Seminary, and we are now expecting our first child. Uh, we're expecting a boy in July, Ezra. Awesome. So Congratulations. Thank you. All right, so, uh, so Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary, so that's where you're at right now. Uh, so I loved my time at Southeastern, but uh, why did you choose Southeastern, and uh, what do you hope to, uh, to get out of it? Yeah, there, there are a lot of good seminaries out there, but my wife and I felt led by the Lord to Southeastern for two main reasons. Uh, and the first one's pretty simple, and it's that Southeastern takes the Great Commission really seriously. Their, their school motto, or one of their slogans, if you will, is that every classroom is a Great Commission classroom. And so Southeastern um, has long, for a long time, been the mission school kind of in the SBC. Uh, but more than that, they just want to serve the local church and They want to train students who will serve the local church and uh, fulfill that great commission. And so uh, I knew that going to seminary, going to grad school was a time when a lot of people um, kind of lose the passion for the local church and sometimes sadly lose passion for um, ministry and fulfilling the great commission. And so I knew that if that was going to be the temptation during grad school and during seminary, that I should be at a place that would constantly push me back to the great commission. And so that's the first reason. But 
one, one of the other biggest reasons is that whenever I toured Southeastern for the first time, Dr. Ronjor Locke was actually giving the um, message to incoming students or prospective students. And, and he said something that really stuck with me. He said that we don't want to train famous pastors, famous missionaries. We want to train humble students who will serve the local church and never be known, but who will serve the local church faithfully and be plugged in at the church and pointing people to Jesus. And that really stuck with me. And um, that was really the Lord's, what the Lord used to, to draw my wife and I down here. So, yeah, Very good. Well, at this point, most of your seminary career, at least uh, master's level, is, is in front of you. And so if, you, if you'd have to say like one class that you're, you're most excited for, what would that be? Yeah, definitely. Um, there, there's an upcoming class I have in biblical interpretation, and it's kind of an advanced hermeneutics class. And so the title is um, Issues in Biblical Interpretation. And so I'm most excited for that. I, I really love hermeneutics and all of the conversations that happen there, and especially the intersection of global theology and hermeneutics, reading the Bible in, in context and with other believers is especially exciting to me. So I can't wait for that class. That sounds good. Uh, now, uh, speaking about your uh, your role here at Fairview, uh, would you mind sharing with us a little bit about uh, your ministry philosophy and when it comes to students? And kind of along with that, could you give people a brief uh, explanation of what they can expect, uh, perhaps in your first three to six months or so here? Yeah, my my philosophy of ministry is as a youth pastor, my my vision, my prayer is that I will be coming alongside parents to. Um, help them raise their students to know, love, and worship Jesus. And so I don't see myself as a youth pastor as the primary disciple maker at all. Um, That is the parent, and those are the parents in the home. And I am merely here to come alongside them and serve them as they're raising their students. And so there are three points to that that philosophy of ministry. I I want students to know Jesus, and so there's a, a mental component. But I also want students to love the Lord with their hearts and also to worship Him through their actions and their lives. And so those are those three pieces. But everything we do here in the student ministry at Fairview, uh, Lord willing, will be going back to one of these three things. It'll be gospel-centered, it will be about biblical community, or it will be about mission. And ideally, everything we're doing will be um, involved and integrated with those three things. And so I don't want to reinvent the wheel. Josh, the previous youth pastor here, is great and has been doing a great work, and I'm really blessed to come into a ministry that is faithful and things are going well, and so I'm, I'm not going to make any crazy changes or anything, but I'm just excited for this first few months, these first three to six months, to get to know students and to really just get to know them better, get coffee with them, hang out with them, um, and just to begin pouring into them and also raising up leaders and volunteers as well, and so... Those are my my aspirations for this first little bit. Yeah, well, we're definitely excited about that. Uh, We're excited to have you on, and I I actually have a little gift for you. Um, I don't know. You may have many opportunities in the the future to host podcasts uh, for students and parents, and my gift for you is a a pretty righteous uh, intro. Are you ready? I'm ready. Is this this like the, the Matt Searson music? Yeah. Are you oh, ready? I'm, I'm ready. Straight out of Missouri. Oh, yeah. Pow. Love it. That was yeah. pretty good. I yeah. almost got up. That is, <laughs> that is free from me to you and so, uh, uh, the people you. at Zoom. So, every, time that you. You, every time that you introduce Matt, uh, Matt Searson as your 
your co-host. You're yeah. going to use that? Um, sure, but if you remember, <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, hold me to that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, in more exciting news than that, uh, you and your wife, you're <laughs> expecting. Uh, uh, so, so tell us, what's one thing about being a new dad that freaks you out? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't think there was going to be a lot in, until I started learning all these crazy details of what <laughs> being a dad involves. But I love kids. And I'm great with kids, and I really enjoy the the one, two, three year old age. But I'll admit, when Lord willing, when we bring Ezra home from the hospital as a newborn, I'm going to be pretty clueless. Yeah, I'm pretty nervous about those first few weeks, and I'm really grateful that my wife is amazing and will get to show me the ropes and teach me everything I need to know. But Yeah, my wife just told me that uh, turns out you have to change a baby's diaper. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. You know. <laughs> if we ever have another one, I'm, I might do that. I, I wasn't aware. Uh, I'm changing diapers all the time, yeah. brother. Well, you know, I was in the army for all of my kids, uh, yeah. so just just <laughs> deploy to Iraq and Afghanistan, and you're good. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to change any diapers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, now for a really important question, uh, we've we've kind of joked around a bit here about uh, what to call you because we do have mm-hmm. Matt Caps that we all we already call him Matt, and your name is also Matt, and so with the understanding that um, whatever you say here is completely binding legally legally yes <laughs> this is a verbal contract yes what should we call you yeah no tape x so from now on i will be matt and matt caps will be old matt oh, oh. okay i think we can do that <laughs> I, I mean we kind of already call him old matt i'll, so. I'll steal <laughs> the old or matt senior yeah. yeah no but seriously i don't mind what people call me at all if people want to call me pastor matt S, Pastor Matt Searson, that's that's fine. My email is matt.searson at fairviewchurch.org, so that works. Or if people people say Pastor Matthew to make it easier to be able to differentiate between us, I, I'm perfectly fine with Pastor Matthew, so either way. Well, all right, Pastor Matthew, uh, you have made it through the Q&A session pretty, pretty well. Uh, we do have one more tough question for you. At the end of each podcast, we like to close with a random question. And we simply ask that you don't overthink it. You just share what's on your mind, and and we see what comes out, okay? Okay. All right. right. So have you ever been bitten or attacked by an animal? If so, what and why? Maybe how. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't have any crazy animal attack stories, but um, I think I'm convinced I have sweet blood. Because mosquitoes just love me. Yeah. My wife and I could be camping and I'll come out just red and puffy and covered in bites, but my wife will not be touched. So mosquitoes, I guess. And why? Mosquitoes. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> they like me. You have fair skin. Oh, ouch. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a compliment. <laughs> Some parts of the world. <laughs> not here. So, not here. Jared, what about you? Uh, I don't think I've ever actually been bitten or attacked, but I've had a few moments where I was nervous that I would be. Mm. Uh, there was a, a mission trip to uh, Mozambique, Africa, and there were some stray like street dogs around that I got nervous about. But then they, I think they they were nervous too. So then they ran off. Mm, you scared but, them, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, I actually that same trip, I got to go in, into a cage with a lion. Oh wow! And pet the lion. Yeah, that, it was a little nerve wracking. If little he baby would've... lions, but they were they were huge. <laughs> if he would have bitten you, huge babies, you would have quite a story to tell. Yes, that's true. Uh, well, for me, uh, I have been bitten 
by a pit bull, American ooh, ooh. pit bull. I was out running, and uh, I had headphones on, so it, it really caught me off guard. And so for a while, I'm actually, like, boxing the pit bull, you know, like, uh, just a little nicks on my arm, nothing major. And then all of a sudden, he's like, I'm done with this, and he gets me around the ankle. Ooh. And uh, luckily, the owner was there, uh, and... For whatever reason, was able to get him off. There was just that brief moment where you like see stars, and you're like, "Oh, oh this is this is not good." Um, but so the moral of the story is, don't go running. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I gave will, it up. Uh, you know, when you said pit bull, uh, for some reason, remind me that my rooster sometimes jumps at me. Oh yeah. I don't know if that counts as an attack. It's basically the same. It's pretty much the same. Yeah. And I just have to kind of push it with my foot a little yeah. bit. Does a rooster have a name? Uh, Maybe no. Pitbull. We should name it something. Pitbull, dinner. <laughs> yeah, dinner. I, Victoria might have a name for the rooster, and I don't remember, and I'm sorry, Victoria. Well, um, on that note, uh, Pastor Matthew, thank <laughs> you for joining us today. And until next time, Fairview, may we exist to make disciples of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ.